Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. This week, we're excited to bring you a message from a brand new series, Who's on the Mic? Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Louis Giglio. I always think back to being in Bangkok, Thailand, and somewhere around five in the afternoon, I was in a taxi. It was in the summer. It was blazing hot. Taxi didn't have AC. The windows were down, and I was sitting here stuck in traffic, and the, I couldn't even see the traffic light ahead. The cars were just all jammed together, and um, a lot of motorcycles were kind of cruising around in and out of the traffic. And this one, uh, something between a moped and a motorcycle came kind of cruising up between us. But the car next to us had gotten so close to us that as the motorcycle got right beside the taxi, he couldn't go anymore. So the guy stops. And when he stops, literally this young man and what I assume is maybe his girlfriend, this young man and this young girl, I mean, I could have reached out the window and tapped both of them on the shoulder. That's how close they were to me. And they looked like passion. And I just lit up immediately. And I thought, man, these kids could be at passion. They're like 20 years old or 21 years old. And this is the generation that we're giving our lives for. And this is a generation we want to see rise up and call on the name of Jesus and make him famous in their life. And I'm just envisioning these kids and Bangkok being a part of the passion movement around the world. And as I'm thinking this in my mind, no kidding, the the girl on the back of the motorcycle turns and looks across the taxi that I'm sitting in. And when she does, she puts her hands together on the back of the motorcycle and her complexion completely changes into a sense of worship and reverence. And she bows her head and closes her eyes and has a moment of of prayer or adoration. I don't know what was going on in her heart. Lasts for 30 seconds or a minute or so. And then she opens her eyes. The traffic starts to move. The cars make just enough space and the motorcycle takes off. And before the taxi goes, I'm like, what What happened? And I look over and just to the right on this side of the road is one of the famous temples of this city. And I want to see more, even though I've been in several like it. And I find my way back there the next day and I go in. And of course, there's a huge um, statue idol in the middle of this temple. People have been bringing offerings all day long. Fruit, bowls of rice, flowers, gifts to this idol. And in a moment, in recognition... A girl that our movement is believing can live for the fame of Jesus has got religion on the mic. And if we think about it, the whole world does. And not just the ones we think about, the ones that are like atheism, which is also a religion. The I'm good without God, which is also a religion. I've got my two or three idols and I'm good. I've got my fame and I've got my pleasure and I've got my riches and that's kind of where I'm I'm putting my hope and trust and I'm good. Or the just I've got my pregame ritual or my uh, superstitions. You know, somebody's got their uh, lucky Kansas City Chiefs socks on somewhere in America today and they really do believe it's going to make a difference somewhere in the process tonight. And somewhere along the way, we all get sucked into this idea that I can possibly do enough 
to get into a position of favor with God. Religion, whichever one you pick or choose, shares some common tenets with other religions, and they're these. Number one, the goal is ultimately right standing with God. You put whatever words you want around it, but what I think was going on in the heart of that young girl in Bangkok was she wanted peace with God, maybe blessing from God, but probably more than anything, peace with God. So at the top of the list in any system is, I want right standing with God. I wanna know that if there is a higher power or there is a God or there is something out there that we're good. Secondly, every religion is predicated on the good works of man. And that's not to say that that's all bad because if, uh, even if your, your system is the wrong system, wanting to be kinder or more generous or a better parent or a better neighbor can have a good benefit. But not if that good works is working to the goal of giving you right standing with God. Third, every religion shares this reality that it has a system based on the teachings of those who are dead. Now, that's going to be an important component for us in a moment. Number four, the eternal outcome of following the system is to be determined. In other words, it's uncertain. I, I'm not sure if I'm there yet, but I'm working at it. I'm not sure if I've done enough, but I'm going to do a little bit more. I, I'm uncertain as to where I am in the process, but I'm going to keep on keeping on. And then number five, which is the natural result of that, the motivation to observing the system is the uncertainty. In other words, I don't know if I'm there yet, so I'm gonna try a little more. I don't know if I've done enough, so I'm gonna do something else. But in the middle of religion, Paul arrives into the uber-religious city of Athens and preaches this amazing gospel-centric message. And the message was the story of Jesus. And, you know, you kind of think we're going to take a big right turn here and Jesus is going to show up and say, man, let's just chunk religion and let's go a whole new way. But that's not what Jesus does. Jesus understands that we do need right standing with God. And what Jesus wants for you more than anything is that you have right standing with God. So Jesus came to planet earth, not just to be a good teacher or to do some miracles or to get a book written about him. Jesus came to planet earth solely so that he could give glory to God by providing for you right standing with God. And so he didn't come to just chunk this idea that there's a holy, perfect God and there's a way to get to him. He came to do something more amazing than that. And we see this in the Sermon on the Mount, the most amazing sermon of all time in Matthew chapter five. And I love the way that Jesus comes and I love the way that he steps into the story and opens this up for you and me. Matthew 5, verse 17, he says, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Thanks for listening to today's Passion Daily Podcast. For full messages, live gatherings, and worship videos, check out our YouTube channel and subscribe at youtube.com 
slash passioncitychurch1.